You're listening to On The Road with Mike and Andy, the number one Australian weekly trucking podcast made for Aussie truckies by Aussie truckies. Listen to On The Road on the Australian Big Rigs Radio Roadshow and via podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify and now also on iHeartRadio. Just search for On The Road Aussie Trucking Podcast. On The Road is brought to you by NTI, Australia's leading transport and logistics insurer. Visit the website at nti.com.au. Welcome back to the show. This week we talk with Mike and Kermie about the Brisbane Truck Show coming up next week and we find out what you have in common with A-list celebrities. As always, we've got our regular news segment to help you keep up to date with what's happening on the road, plus great music from Ben Ransom and Darius Rucker. Here we go. I'm Yogi from Outback Chuckers, and when I'm on the road, we're always on the road doing stuff out on the road, but when we're on the road, we're listening to the big rigs on the road. <laughs> this is Simon Smith here from the Australian Big Rig Radio Roadshow.com. Truck and radio is what we do across Australia 24-7. Loads of truck and classics every hour. If you'd like to drop us a line, love to hear from you at some stage. Our email address, bigrigradio at yahoo.com.au. Catch it down the road and take it steady out there. The Australian Big Rig Radio Roadshow.com. Kick us off this week, it's a rollicking great song about the sweetheart at the servo. Here's Ben Ransom with Truck Stop Honey. My little truck stop a honey. My little truck stop a honey. Well, I'm driving to the state line and Jim is singing cheap wine and cranking just as loud as I can. I've got to make a deadline getting through the night. Got us again. I'm driving for a living in my 18 wheeler, grinning, going 20 miles out of my way to see that little pot of gold down this tarred rainbow. Driving just as fast as I can to my truck stop for honey. My little truck stop for honey. My truck stop for honey. Take
truck stop on him. My little truck stop on him. As we all know, next weekend the Brisbane Truck Show is on. We've been waiting for this for a long time, and here's Mike to tell us all about it. Mike, good day. <laughs> tell you all about it. Yeah. We're going to talk about it, mate. I tell you what, the truck show is going to be awesome, and I had planned it to be there, but unfortunately, due to COVID issues and the fact that I'm now on the other side of the country, I'm not going to be able to get there without potentially quarantining and all that sort of thing. So. You're going to go and fly the flag for the podcast and give away some caps and some pens and meet up with Kermie and stalk around and see all the displays, mate. It's not fair. Why? <laughs> you moved to WA and you got yourself to blame. I've only got myself to blame. I don't know. <laughs> well, you and the Queensland Premier, but we won't go there. Me <laughs> <laughs> and the Queensland Premier. I got over here, mate, and I arrived over here on the Friday. They had the lockdown straight away. Yeah. People were saying it was my fault. Anyway doesn't really matter. Look, life goes on. So the show's Thursday to Sunday, 10am to 6pm on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, 10 to 4pm on Sunday. That's right. Who have we got on display there? Who's exhibiting? Everyone who's anyone's going to be there, with the exception, obviously, of those who pulled out previously that we talked about. Yes. There are some things there that people really should get and have a look at. Healthy Edge and Trucks and Sheds are going to be there. MTI is going to be there. There's going to be the Truck Assist Stand. All the manufacturers, with the exception of, I think it's Volvo, Scania and Isuzu that aren't going to be there as far as I can remember. But all the big displays are all in the foyer there for those ones. Healthy and Gear is going to be there. Uh, I know Tones is going to be there mm -hmm. with the TruckWiz app. Tones and I were supposed to go out and be stakeholders, mate. We were going to go out and have a stake together. That's right, you were. But that didn't happen because I've already done that with Yogi. We've had a bit of a stake together. Everyone needs to go and check out Tones out, and particularly those blokes that are driving around under low bridges in Brisbane. They could <laughs> they could well use the app. Well worth talking to Tones about. Probably standard, couldn't they? I've got a list here of truck and engine manufacturers. We've got mm. DAF Daimler, Detroit Diesel, East Coast Truck, EV Automotive, Freightliner, Fuso, yep. Iveco, Jack EV Trucks, Everyone. Janus Electric, Kenworth Trucks, Man Trucks, Packer Australia. Have you got your air start sound effect all sorted out, have you, mate? No, but <laughs> no, I won't go there. <laughs> <laughs> Penske, Sea Electric, Turberg, Western Star, they're all there. They're all there. You need to have that air start sound effect all sorted out so that you can go over to where that electric truck is. And then, I want to hear this, mate. I want to go over there and I want you to get hold of one of the guys and play on that mm. and then see what they've got to say. <laughs> Mate, I would have done that hands down. I'd have been there for that. I really would have been there. I have no doubt. And I can just see security with you by the collar taking you out through the gates, too. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been, 
it's all right, mate. I'd have just changed my shirt and sort of come back in. Would have been good. Yeah. Anyway, it's just going to be awesome. But uh, NTI got a few stands there, and I think you're going to catch up with Adam Gibson and a few of the guys there, and you're going to wander around and have a bit of a chat. And old mate Kermy's going to tag along behind with you, and that should be a bit of fun as well. Yeah, well, it should be, mate. There's quite a lot of stuff going on beyond just the actual exhibits. National Apprentice Challenge is on. The Southbank Truck Festival is on. It's just all happening. It's all happening. It is all happening. So you're going to be there and you're going to do all the things that I couldn't, mate. Yep. We're going to bring the listeners a comprehensive rundown of what happened. Absolutely. So for anyone that's going to be at the show, and I hope there's going to be lots of you there that I can get to meet, keep an eye out for the bloke in the on-the-road shirt and cap wandering around with a little microphone in his hand and don't be shy, come and talk to us. Uh, that'd be great, mate. And I'm looking forward to hearing what you come up with. It's going to be great. Now, as Mike just mentioned, I'm going to be catching up with our old mate Kermie at the truck show in Brisbane. So I thought we should have a chat with him to find out what he's going to be getting up to at the show. I'm not sure that putting Kermie and me together is a wise thing to do, but hey, it's going to happen. What could possibly go wrong? Hey, Kermie, how's things, mate? Hi, mate. How are you? Thanks for the intro. What could go wrong? <laughs> I don't know how friendly you are with my little mate Murphy, but I'll try not to bring him with me, so hopefully we won't run into too much trouble. <laughs> but I'm sure we're going to have a lot of fun. I guess uh, Mike's loss in not being able to get there is my game. Absolutely, mate. And mm. uh, if we don't run into any trouble, we can always make our own. We can. I'm sure there'll be plenty of bars around the area, mate. And, well, you've got to drive, but I don't. Yeah, yeah. Designated <laughs> driver, you'll have a great time. Yeah. <laughs> Look, mate, it's uh, it's going to be good. I'm quite excited about it, actually. Been to the Brisbane Truck Show recently, but I've probably been there half a dozen times in the past. And it's always been a great show. It used to be out at the old showgrounds here in Brisbane, yeah. which I personally loved. I liked the openness of it, but... Hey, things progress, don't they? I mean, that show's been going since 1968, do you realise? Yeah, I know. It's a good long-running show. Well, Tom, not only has it been running since then, but others have tried and failed along the way. Sydney's tried it and failed miserably. Melbourne's tried it and failed miserably. And look, I, I guess part of that is because it is such a, an institution up there. Yeah. And if the OEMs are, are going to go anywhere, they're going to go to Brisbane. And, and let's face it, mate, when you put on one of these shows... I'd reckon that people, the likes of Kenworth and Dane, were probably spending half a million bucks plus to display their wares at shows like that. So uh, it's not like you can do that every year, I guess. The industry's not that big. Yeah. No, well, I guess trying to compete with it would be like trying to run an alternative to the Easter show in Sydney or the Ecker in Brisbane. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Yeah. So, look, it's going to be good. It'll be interesting, actually. We know that some of the OEMs have pulled out. There's no Hino. Scania's not there. I don't think Volvo Mac are there either. Mm. Well, I'll stand corrected on that, and that surprised me, them being a local firm. But look, against that, you know, Kenworth will be there in force, both with their Kenworth products and their DAF brand. And, of course, they're going to have their new SAR legend on show, which will be pretty spectacular, I would think, and I'm sure they'll take plenty of orders for that over the next four days that it's on. Yeah. Because, of course, they're celebrating 50 years in Oz, so it's sure to be a, a great display. Yeah. Then on top of that, Daimler will be there in force, of course, with the Freightliner Cascadia, which is the truck also being used for the truck push. Mm. And that'll be something on the must-see list. Uh, I wouldn't like to put my weight behind 11 tonnes of truck and try and move it, mate. Absolutely. If I weighed 12 tonne, it'd be easy. But whilst I'm well overweight, I'm not quite to that stage yet. But that'll be fun. <laughs> 
Well, mate, I'm pushing it to top 12 stone, let alone 12 tonnes, so I'll leave that to you. Uh, we'll balance out between us then, won't we? <laughs> it's between us, we should average out about 14 stone. <laughs> yeah. So away from the actual exhibits themselves, what are you looking forward to seeing? This is not quite away from the exhibits, but I'll be interested to see see Electric. Hmm. Because whether we like it or not, Electric is coming. FUSA, of course, have got their latest edition of their full electric truck there. And I've driven that in an early iteration. It was the most fun I've ever had in a truck, I've got to say. Right. I'm sure that'll disappoint the Prime Mover boys, but it was so much fun because it's so bloody quick. Yeah. But see Electric uh, going up against them, and I see they're using the Hino product to pop their motors in rather than Isuzu, which I saw two or three years ago at Melbourne. So it'll be interesting to see that. Uh, the other thing on trucks before we move away from it is Hyundai, uh, obviously, according to the book that I have in front of me, they're going to be there. Yeah. And, you know, they get into the truck marketing. Also, it'll be interesting to see if they have a prime mover because we know they make them for overseas markets. If there's not one, I'm sure they'll be coming. Yeah. The Koreans are pretty good in that field. Mind you, as I say that, I've just spent three days under my son's car changing a timing belt. There's a little Kia that he's got. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I'm not, not too friendly with the Koreans at the moment. Yeah. It's been a nightmare. Yeah. Then there's, of course, you know, the trailers will be there in force and they take up half the ground. Yeah. One of the, the things that I really look forward to having seen it in the past is the apprenticeship challenge. Yes. That's just a lot of fun. You know, you've got the best apprentices around the country come together in Brisbane and they're given time to fix a certain defect that's been put into the truck. And it's enthralling to watch, I've got to say. They attract a huge crowd and you've got to fight your way to get to the front. But that is, to my mind, quite spectacular. Yeah, well, that's the new generation of guys that are going to be keeping us on the road, isn't it? It is. Mm. Mate, without them, they talk, without trucks, Australia stops. Without apprentices, the trucks will stop and we'll all be in trouble. Yeah. And, of course, the things that have changed these days, I mean, the new Actros that I think they'll have on show up there is going to be featuring uh, semi-auto driving. That's just against lane-keeping, departure warning. Yeah. You know, someone's got to know how to control all these electrics and make sure that they keep working. Yeah. Yeah. But look, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be very exciting. I'm looking forward to coming up. So you're going to be travelling around with me, aren't you, mate? I am indeed, mate. Looking forward to it. I'm sure we'll get into a bit of trouble and we'll be able to chat to some interesting people. And the other thing with these shows is all the little, what do we call them, the side show, if you like, Yeah. that you get when you go to the circus. There's always hundreds of those, and it's fascinating some of the technology and advancements and little knickknacks that you can add to improve your driving, to improve your track anything related to the trucking industry. I remember last time walking around, I think I spent a full day just looking at those stalls out to one side. There'll be some exciting stuff, I'm sure. Of course, the joint will be packed. Yes, it will. We'll have to fight our way through the crowd, mate, but if you're only 12 stone, I'll, I'll lead the way. And you... I'll be right behind you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking before, poor old Mike missing out on this, so we might have to go around and see if we can get some show bags for him and, you know, maybe... <laughs> Stick a fairy floss or something and send it home. <laughs> he drives Kenworth, doesn't he? Uh, well, he did. I'm not sure what he's driving now with his new gig. Oh, okay. Well, we'll find a Kenworth cap to send across to him to put him out a little bit. <laughs> All good. <laughs> so, mate, give us a quick ad for your page. You're going to be doing a write-up about the show. Trucking with Kermie, yeah. Well, as, as well as deputising for Mike with On The Road, which I'm really looking forward to. Mm. I have to learn to talk a bit more, won't I? <laughs> I'll obviously be going around and picking up some stories for Trucking with Kermie. That's truckingwithkermie.com or Trucking with Kermie on Facebook. And I'll be doing a lot of live crosses as well. So I'll get the phone out, take a bit of video, and we'll be plonking it up through the three days that I'll be there. So people can follow me on Trucking with Kermie and say good day, and we'll show the poor people who can't make it a little bit of the feel of what the show is all about and the atmosphere, and we'll get the truck pull on there for sure. 
and whatever else we find that's of interest, mate. Absolutely. Well, guys, if you can't make it to the show between Tracking with Kumi and On the Road podcast, we'll make sure you get as good a feel for it as you would have if you'd been there yourself. Mate, it's been great to talk to you. Looking forward to the weekend. Really am. Can't wait to catch up. Pleasure, mate. I'm looking forward to it as well. Yeah, not having met you face to face. I'm sure you'll find me at the airport. Just when you get there, uh, have a little sign saying Andy. <laughs> I'll just look for the little group of security with a bloke in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I'll see you at Brisbane Airport on Friday morning. Good stuff. See you then, buddy. Thanks for the chat. No worries, mate. Take care. We'll see you soon. See you. There's nothing more devastating for a truck operator than to be involved in a serious road incident. We've all seen the impact of heavy vehicle accidents and at these times, when people are most vulnerable, it's critical that they have immediate support from a strong, stable, reliable and experienced organisation. NTI is Australia's number one truck insurer, the specialist you can count on to protect your transport and logistics assets, with the know-how to take control of the situation and the capability to reduce lost income by getting trucks back on the road again as soon as possible. Specialist products, experienced people, accredited repair and recovery networks and industry advocacy is what we do. It's our specialty and we've been doing it for more than 45 years. For more information, visit the website at nti.com.au or go to the NTI Facebook page. Just a quick word about our sponsors. Go to our webpage, www.ontheroadpodcast.com.au. You can see who the friends of the show are. And if their products are something that you are interested in or something that you may need, please support them because they support us and they bring our show to you. Hey everyone, Kermie here. Hope you're travelling well, staying safe and on the right side of the white line, by which of course I mean the left. I also hope you're tuning in to the On The Road podcasts with Mike and Andy, because if you're not, two things will happen. One, you'll be missing out on some great interviews, a good few laughs, and what's generally going on out there in truck land. Uh, what's the other thing? Ah, that's it. You won't have heard this plug for On The Road. Hmm. Okay then, so, those of you who are already on here, go and tell your mates about On The Road. They can find it on Spotify or iTunes at On The Road Aussie Trucking Podcast. But you knew that, didn't you? Because you're already... Yeah, look, just go and sell them, okay? Cheers, and take care of you. On the Road News is brought to you by Big Rigs, Australia's national road transport newspaper. Hi, Mike. News time again. News time again on the number one trucking podcast in Australia. Mandy, how are you, mate? I'm doing all right, thank you. Mate, just to get us in the mood, can you do one of your amazing breaking news sound effects for us, please? (laughs) Outstanding, what can I say? Without further ado, first up, mate, the Australian Trucking Association CEO has said that the NHVR needs to change its approach to fatigue enforcement and reduce fines for minor paperwork offences. Wow. We've been saying this for quite some time, you know. Drivers are getting fined for some really, really stupid things. Now, we all know that the volume of the fine can sometimes be attitude-related rather than law-related. Mm. These laws exist, and if you pile out of a truck and you're all attitude, well, you're never going to win the argument with a bloke with a pen. That's it. So, you know, I'm never going to judge you know, what goes on. 
the reality of it is that the blokes that are there doing the enforcement don't make the rules. They're just there to enforce them. Yeah. I think it's unrealistic to assume sometimes that all these fellas are fully educated on the intent of a various law too, by the way. Mm. Well, we know better than that. Yeah, we do. So these calls have come from Mr. McKellar and it's based on the APA's submission to the NHBR about the vehicle safety strategy. And, you know, he's talking about the fact that there's 27 pages of instructions in the front of a logbook. Now, it's not easy. And a lot of the guys that are doing it aren't exactly road scholars. And, and that's no insult to anyone. It's just a function of the fact that it's very easy to make a small mistake. And sometimes a small mistake can end up costing you big money. Yeah. And you expose yourself to the trap all the time. We all know the very first thing you should do when you get your logbook is put your home base in and your numbers and that. But how many guys are in a hurry? They throw the book in the cab and they put a line in and they take off down the road. They get pulled up a day or two days later after they've forgotten about it. The very first thing that the NHVR fellow or the copper does when they grab your logbook and they see it's a new one, they go and check and see if you've written it in. Mm. And of course, if you haven't written it in, ka-ching! <laughs> Breach time. Yeah, and it's got nothing to do with road safety. Yep. It's just blatant revenue raising. Well, the ATA's finally worked it out. They've come out and they've made a stand about it. Go and have a look at the article there in uh, Big Rigs News, but they're also talking a little bit about the differences in quality of PBS trucks and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. It's about time this sort of stuff got talked about. It is about time the NHVR came to the party. If it is about road safety or is it about revenue raising? Yes. Well, whilst on the subject of the ATA... Together with the toll group, they've conducted a formal trial of the much-heralded converter dolly so they can measure its performance and gather some measurable data. Yeah, now, <laughs> this thing's been around for a little while. If you go there and have a look at the story, there's a lovely picture of this converter dolly. Now, anyone who's towed a road train will tell you that dollies hinge just in front of the uh, axle there on the dolly to the drawbar and they pitch and dive and rock around and it all provides flexibility in the thing so that you can uh, make an allowance for varying trailer heights and all that sort of stuff. People are saying they've tried this dolly, that it tows well and all the rest of it. My observation of it would be that, you know, it's a nice looking thing, but People are always going to bend drawbars. What happens when you turn this thing around too tight and accidentally bend the drawbar? Is the whole thing buggered? Do you cut the front off and weld another one on? What happens there? Hmm. I mean, these things all look nice and they all smell nice and all the rest of it. And if you're in a situation where you've got a perfectly matched set of trailers with height and all that sort of stuff, there's no reason why it can't work. It all looks nice. Yeah. But if you look at some of the footage from Outback Truckers, for example, where some of these guys take triple road trains, I'm not sure a stiff dolly's the right way to go. Mm. It'll be a horses for courses thing, no doubt about it. Yeah. The rigid drawbar, as opposed to the typical hinge drawbar, addresses issues with brake reactivity and tyre wear and all that sort of stuff. But one would have to wonder about the handling on some of the rougher terrain that we end up in in road trains. So. Yeah. Well, mate, I asked the bride if she knew what a converter dolly was, <laughs> just out of interest sake, and she said she thought it was a transformer for girls. <laughs> oh, that's not a bad answer, that. Nah, but she is Irish, so what do you expect? <laughs> LED notification signs designed to provide truckies with real-time parking availability information are being trialled on the approach to six rest area sites in Queensland. Mate, this stuff is brilliant. Hmm. It just gives you a chance to know what's going on as far as spaces down the road are concerned. And simply what it is that there are sensors in the ground there that detect if the space is full or not and flashes information further back down the line to let you know what spaces are going to be available and all that. 
it's great technology and it's fine and it works and all the rest of it. There's a bit of it on the Yume Highway on the south side there in Victoria. Some of the indicators there on the parking base. It's all very nice with formed parking bays in the areas where we can pull up. Obviously, it does nothing for areas where the informal parking bays that some of us know and use. But fatigue is one of the biggest killers in the transport industry and certainly on our roads. On average, 31 lives are lost due to fatigue every year and there are 462 people seriously injured in fatigue-related crashes every year. It is one of the things that takes a lot of the lives of a lot of our colleagues and fatigue-related crashes are worse than normal crashes simply because there's no one at the wheel Mm. when the action happens. There's no avoiding action, there's no brake action. Sometimes they go in on cruise control and it gets very untidy. It is one of those things that we do need to look at very, very thoroughly and carefully and hopefully get some good answers. This sort of technology is a step in the right direction. I wonder if those sensors are going to be able to tell the difference between a truck and a grey nomad with a caravan. (laughs) Just wondering. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, no, look, there's bound to be questions and issues about all that sort of thing. They're talking about measuring how long people stay in the rest areas and overstayers and all that sort of stuff. So... There is going to come a time when all these things are going to be known. They'll be just able to look at the computer screen and say, oh, yeah, he's been there for 10 hours. What's going on there? Mm. You know, number plate recognition. Yep. So, you know, it's just a matter of time. As the price of the technology comes down and becomes more reliable, I suppose this sort of stuff's going to get rolled out in more and more sites. Mm. It's not a bad thing, really. It does take a little bit of the guesswork out of it. We'll see how it goes. Will indeed. Well, looking forward to hearing from everyone in the industry to see how it goes. It's the trial at the moment, so let's see what happens. Yeah. And Mike, the TWU is set to announce action that will be taken in the coming months against global retailers as well as some domestic brands in a bid to make trucking safer and fairer. My old friends, the TWU. <laughs> Once again, for about the 10th time, extend. <laughs> I didn't think you'd have an opinion on this one. <laughs> <laughs> no, no opinion at all. <laughs> Extend an invitation to the TWU, any one of your representatives, to come on the show and have a chat with us about what's going on in the transport industry and the sort of things you stand for. Hmm. As far as I'm concerned, the TWU, they've done some good, but they don't fight the battles that truck drivers want them to fight. Right now, they're talking about the gig economy, and I'm not saying it's not important. I'm not saying that people involved in the gig economy, and that's people delivering pizzas and ride shares and all that sort of stuff. I'm not saying that their livelihood isn't as important as anybody else, but the Transport Workers Union are missing in action a lot of the times when it comes to long-distance drivers and our issues in the industry. Mm. We've got a lovely picture there. They're having a bit of a crack at Aldi, give trucks a fair go and all that. I'm not saying that Aldi don't need them to have a crack at them because you know they probably certainly do coles do as well but we've signed an agreement with coles now or is that too cynical <laughs> maybe <laughs> <laughs> am i too cynical sometimes maybe maybe i don't know but they're saying that the industry's on its knees because major retailers at the top end of town continually squeeze transport operators and drivers to the point where safety is thrown out the window you won't get an argument out of me on that statement but the reality of it is is that we've had long-distance drivers sitting in queues at distribution centres for free four years, hmm. and it's work time. In my view and in the view of many others, if you're stuck there, you can't go somewhere else. You need to be awake and alert, moving up in the queue and all that sort of stuff. You are at work and you are entitled to be paid. Yeah. End of story. Absolutely. 
So in the last five years, 885 people have died in truck crashes, according to the Bureau of Infrastructure, Transport and Regional Economics. In the same period, 183 transport workers have died on the job. Can you imagine what would happen if 183 policemen died on the job? Sure can. Or 183 nurses or teachers or, God forbid, 183 politicians. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. where would we be? Where would we be? We'd be lost. Would we? <laughs> the thing about this for me, there's a whole lot of double standards that are going on along here. And I would love for the TWU to come on the show and have a chat with me about it. But be aware you're going to be asked questions about why you opposed the Fair Work Australia, the move by Trevor Warner and colleagues to have the adjustment to the award so that drivers got paid by the hour. Yep. The TWU opposed that along with a few other people. Mm. So be aware, Michael Kane, if you choose to come and have a chat with me, that's a question I'm going to insist on an answer to. As you should. And spin your way out of that one, mate. Indeed. Now, I've been listening to Senator Still's inquiry because, as a lot of you know, I did put in a submission to it. I've just been listening to Dr. Michael Belzar. Now, Michael Belzar is an economist from America, but he's written papers which are being done through the University of New South Wales, and he explains how all this economics works and why the economic model that we use is definitely not to the advantage of some and to the advantage of others. And he actually says the truck drivers are the ones getting the short end of the stick. Hmm. Finally, we have an economist saying what we've known for years. To that end, I would encourage our listeners to go to Steve Corcoran's Transport Inquiry page. He's got a thing on Facebook and he's got a thing on YouTube. And you can listen for yourself to the evidence that's been given to the inquiry that's been conducted by Glenn Stirl. He's got it all there, listed out by the people that have done it basically what they've had to say, and you can hear it from their own mouths. This is the information that's been presented to the committee that's being chaired by Glenn Stirl into the rates and issues that we've got in transport in Australia. Do yourself a favour, and Molly Meldrum, do yourself a favour, go and have a listen to it. Be informed, and when you read stories like this one here in Big Rigs about the TWU having a go at Aldi, perhaps you might have a little bit more of an understanding of what's going on. It's an eye-opener. It makes me shake my head with disbelief, the things that have been said and the things that we've endured as an industry over time. Mm. I'll get off my soapbox now. <laughs> Good. I'll just do a graceful dismount to the left. There you go. Well done. All right. Well, that's about all we've got time for this week, mate. Just a reminder to listeners that, as we mentioned earlier in the show, we're off to the truck show. We are. Next weekend. Well, you are. I'm not. Yes. Yeah, so we'll have all sorts of news and information and great stuff coming from the show. But I won't be there. So it's safe to go. Yes. <laughs> safe for Michael Kane to go anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so we look forward to seeing you all there. Uh, Thanks, mate. Righto. Bye. See ya. For all the latest industry news, go to www.bigrigs.com.au. When it comes to road transport, safety is everything. Seeing Machines Guardian minimises the risk of fatigue and distraction for drivers and provides real-time monitoring centre analysis and appropriate intervention. Already trusted by more than 400 of the safest road transport businesses around the world, find out how Seeing Machines Guardian can safeguard your fleet, your valuable cargo and most importantly, your drivers. Visit www.seeingmachines.com.
Okay guys, here's a bit of trivia that might just surprise you. Let me name a few A-list celebrities here. Charles Bronson, James Cameron, the director of Terminator, Aliens and Titanic, amongst a myriad of other cinematic masterpieces. Sean Connery, everybody's favourite Scottish actor. Liam Neeson, everybody's favourite Irish actor. Chevy Chase, the National Lampoon movie's funny man. Rock Hudson. Richard Pryor, for me, one of the funniest comedians ever to grace the silver screen. Viggo Mortensen, who starred in Lord of the Rings. Elvis Presley, a wonderful singer and a pretty ordinary actor in my opinion, and if you disagree, send your complaints to Mike, okay? Peter Sutcliffe, okay, not a celebrity as such, but pretty well known as the Yorkshire Ripper. Matt Craven, Robert Javal, and Aussie billionaire Lindsay Fox. Now what do all these superstars have in common? The last one might have given it away, but the answer quite simply is, they were all truck drivers before becoming rich and famous household names. So are you seeing what I'm seeing here? There's a common thread running through this little story that's worth thinking about. Every one of these tough blokey blokes, there might be a small question mark over Rock Hudson, but every one of them at one stage of their lives have steered a big rig somewhere around the roads of the world. What does that tell us? Well, clearly, in 100% of these cases, regular salt-of-the-earth truckies went on to become rich and famous. Now, do I need to spell it out for you? You've done the hard yards on the road, so next step, Hollywood. By the way, whilst there's no charge for this bit of valuable career advice, if you need a good agent, give me a call, okay? You're welcome, guys. See you in the movies. If you were alive in the 90s, and I think most of us were, you'd know this song was recorded by Hootie and the Blowfish. What you may not know is that the lead singer and guitarist left the band to carve out a career in country music. A good move as it turned out, earning him a Grammy Award in 2013. Here's Darius Rucker with his retake of the old Bob Dylan classic, Wagon Wheel. Heading down south to the land of the pines and thumbing my way in North Carolina. Staring up the road and pray to God I see headlights. I made it down the in 17 hours Picking me a bouquet of dogwood flowers And I'm hoping for rally I can see my baby tonight So rock me mama like a wagon wheel Rock me mama any way you feel Hey mama rock me Rock me mama like the wind and the rain Rock me mama like a sound Oh, North Country 
brings us to the end of another On The Road show. We hope you enjoyed it. On The Road is brought to you by NTI, Australia's leading transport and logistics insurer. Visit the website at nti.com.au. For more On The Road news and additional features, visit our website at www.ontheroadpodcast.com.au. Be sure to join us same time next week. In the meantime, play nice with each other and most of all, stay safe out there. Bye for now. The team here at On The Road are great believers in the right to free of speech, and whilst we might not always be in 100% agreement with the views and opinions of our guests and contributors, we firmly support their right to hold and express those opinions. But he's a headed west from the Cumberland Gap to Johnson City, Tennessee. I got, I got a move on beat for the sun. I hear my baby calling my name and I know that she's the only